You are Locked On Royals, your daily Kansas City Royals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Going on the Lockdown Royals podcast on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host, Ryland Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. That's at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. The show is on Twitter at Locked On Royals, which you can follow and get my live reaction to games on Twitter every single time at Locked On Royals, as well as some bonus content that you can only get over on Twitter. So be sure to follow along over there. I want to say right now, when this show is over, though, go check out the Locked On NFL draft coverage because the draft is near. I know that Kansas City doesn't necessarily have the first-round pick right now, uh, but they're still going to be making some moves in the draft. And guess what? Starting tomorrow, you can watch the draft live on YouTube with our friends over at the Locked On NFL Draft because the Locked On Podcast Network is partnering with the Draft Network to cover the NFL Draft live. So get instant insight and analysis from our local experts and the Draft Network's regional experts by subscribing to the Locked On NFL YouTube page and watching a live three-day coverage event of the NFL Draft starting April 29th all the way through May 1st. They're going to be live every single round, breaking it all down. That's how smart and intellectual we have of of a panel. So at some point, Locked On Chiefs, uh, the great show Locked On Chiefs, they'll be on there talking about what the Chiefs do or maybe what they don't do if they keep trading away their picks. But, of course, they got a brilliant haul in Orlando Brown. So go listen to them talk about Orlando Brown uh, over on Locked On Chiefs and get you set for the NFL draft over on Locked On Chiefs. You know you cannot get enough Chiefs coverage in this era of Chiefs football. But, luckily, the Royals are giving us a lot to talk about as well and a lot to look forward to as well. Um, so this game, it, it can go two ways. The easiest way to do it is just to say, hey, you know what? Bad luck. You had a lot of balls hard, and it was just circumstantial that you hit them hard, you barreled them, and it wasn't out, and it was not runs scored. Um, but you also only had four hits in this game. <laughs> you had four hits against the, against the Pirates and scored one run, and that one run was scored because Carlos Santana, literal Carlos Santana, beat out an infield single. He did that twice in this game. That's two of your four hits, is Carlos Santana beating out an infield single. That's that's uh, that's kind of rough. This was a frustrating loss, not necessarily because of how they played, because, again, they didn't play bad. They were barreling balls. They were knocking balls all around, hard hit, left and right. They just weren't finding grass. They just weren't putting it in the right spots. Whereas Pittsburgh had a couple bloopers, and they were able to score two runs and win the game. You know, we... You were seeing the ball well, hitting the ball well. It just didn't fall for hits. That's that's the way the game's played sometimes. Baseball is really cruel. And it's a cruel sport. You need to get more than one running against the Pirates, though. I mean, it's it's the damn Pirates, and that's why you lost this game. Uh, but even your rotation picks it up. The bullpen picks it up. This is a good all-around game. I think that you know Mike Matheny might have left Judas in there a little bit too long, but we can just wrap up the lineup right here because the lineup is easy to get through today. Um, Perez was back in the lineup after jamming his thumb uh, the day before in Detroit. 
He was back on Tuesday, didn't miss a game, and leads off the game with a single. Uh, you know, in his first at bat in the first inning, he has a single. Uh, you know, I think that the lineup construction was interesting, and I think that it was Matheny prioritizing offense because you saw Hunter Dozier shift over to left and Soler go to right. Uh, and those two moves, putting Alberto at third, that eliminates, you know, Andrew Benatendi, that eliminates some defensive, you know, some defense in the outfield. But you'd rather be able to score runs than to maybe save a run. Because Benatendi, you know, he's a, he's a better defender than Hunter Dozier, but how many chances will he get to save a run in this individual game? Probably not many. So I'd rather have the offensive bat where I know that at least Hunter Dozier will get four opportunities in this game. Same thing with Soler. I'd rather have Soler in here uh, than anybody else in right field because you know, the, the chances that it comes down to Soler saving a run versus Soler creating a run in his four opportunities, it just the pros outweighs the cons. So I was very happy with the way that Matheny prioritized offense. I do think the National League game is stupid, though. <laughs> I just I hate watching pitchers hit. It's a good thing they called up McBroom, too, before this game. I think that they did that kind of exclusively for the NL series. We'll see if they continue this trend, but they did send down Jacob Newberry uh, finally to the alternate side. I cannot stand watching Jacob Newberry pitch. So he's gone, and up comes Ryan McBroom, who's an elite pinch hitter. Like he's, He was really good last year, well, one of the best in the big leagues. He gets his opportunity, and he strikes out. But, I mean, of course, it's just a small sample size there. But you, you'd rather have an extra bat that can pinch hit versus a guy like Jake Newberry in the bullpen for this weird two-game set. We'll see what happens on the off day on Thursday before Minnesota series starts and, and what the roster moves are there or if it's the same roster that you had in Minnesota with. This becomes a must-win game today because you don't want to drop two to the Pirates. These, these games against the Pirates are, are must-haves because they're such a bad team. And when the death settles, the Pirates, who are right now a game over 500, are going to be about 50,000 games below 500. So you really don't want to lose both of them to Pittsburgh. But again, as I said with the Cleveland series, two-game sets are weird. I mean, it's a small sample size, and it's just kind of hard to to quantify the series because it's not a three or four that you're typically used to. But there's no excuses to get swept by the Pirates in any capacity, one game, two games, whatever the case is. So hopefully the Royals can get it done today. Nicky Lopez again is big. He scores the one run today because he gets on base and is able to create his way over to third and manufacture that run on a color Santana beating out the infield single. Santana goes two for four. Again, those two infield singles with the RBI. And Perez has the uh, other hit where he's able to get a hit in the first inning. But that's just kind of the tale of today. I mean, Michael Lee Taylor also got a hit as well. Uh, he's your fourth hit. The tale of today was just that you, so you saw the ball well, you hit the ball hard, and the ball never found the grass. It just never did. Um, and it really doesn't matter what your pitching did. I mean, your pitching could have done anything today. And as long as they give up two runs, it was going to be uh, – over because you only scored one. You got to score more runs in this era. Uh, but I, I hate the National League game. I, I really wish that they just kind of go back to the universal DHs they had last year. I, I know that we're going to see that next year, but it feels so dumb. Uh, and it kind of is a good example of where baseball's at this this day and age that we all know collectively the DH is going to happen next year. And we just know it's going to happen next year universally. But we're not going to use it this year, though, because you want to keep that as a bargaining chip. So a bargaining chip is worth more to the owners and players than the betterment of the game as a whole. That's kind of where we're at. It's where we're at. So we'll see what Mike Miner can do today at the plate. I don't know why they want to do that, but coming up, we'll talk about this game from a pitching side of things and talk about the rest of this series today in Pittsburgh. Talk about the lineup that came out today for this final game of this two-game set. But first, I want to tell you, 
about a good friends over at Built Bar. Built Bar is a phenomenal protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. Go to BuiltBar.com. Use promo code LOCKED15. You'll get 15% off your next order. So again, that's LOCKED15. 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. So I, I want to tell you right now that they have six brand new flavors. Camera Brownie, Cooks and Cream, Cherry Barcia, Lemon Cheesecake, Carrot Cake, and Apple Almond Crisp. They are soft and easy to chew with 100% real chocolate on the outside. They're perfect, perfect for the health conscious person to lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. They're low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, great for the keto diet. Try them out today. My personal favorite is the cookies and cream option, and it has 17 grams of protein, only 130 calories, 4 grams sugar, 4 grams net carb. Try them out today at BuiltBar.com by using our promo code LOCK15. You're going to get 15% off your next order at LOCK15 at BuiltBar.com. 15% off your next order, LOCK15 at BuiltBar.com. You can try them out today. Remember our whole March Madness tournament with Built Bars. We crown the very best tasting one, and by a wide margin, by a wide margin, Coconut Brownie Chunk won that tournament. So make sure you go and try that out for yourself because I can promise you it's great. I'm in two different Locked on group chats, locked on NBA, locked on MLB. Can you know, just consensus around the network is that that's the very best tasting built bar. And so you're going to want to try your hand at that. I love it. And I don't even like coconut. It's that good. It's amazing. It's amazing, amazing, amazing. Builtbar.com, promo code LOCK15. Do not forget, that's 15% off of your next order. So if you've already used our promo code before, you can use it again. It's your next order. You can keep using it. Locked15, builtbar.com. We are back on Locked On Royals on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. This is the only daily podcast about the Kansas City Royals, and our numbers have been incredible. Thanks to all of you listening, and thanks to the Royals for actually winning games and allowing everyone to be interested in this team. The pitching side of things today it was pretty pretty good. I mean, it's your fifth starter in Jacob Junis, and he goes six in the third innings, giving up six hits and two runs and a walk and nine strikeouts. He was dominant for most of this game. I mean, he got into trouble in the first inning, got into trouble in the seventh inning. But outside of those two, he was cruising. He was awesome. And for your fifth starter to give you six strong innings of two-run ball in 2021, whenever you should be scoring more, that's great as a fifth starter. That's great. And at times, his stuff was just dominant. I know it's the Pirates. I know it's that their lineup's not very good. But... Judas has been more good than bad this year. And, of course, he gets into some trouble, gets into some traffic. He's a fifth starter. It's going to happen. But to limit that to just two innings was good. And, again, I don't think he should have been in there in the seventh inning. I'll be honest. I think that the seventh inning should have gone to Barlow or whoever else you wanted to deploy. It shouldn't have gone to Junis, even though he was cruising at that point. It was kind of at the end of his rope a little bit. That's kind of revisionist history, of course. So, you know, Mike Matheny felt differently, felt that Junis could handle it after cruising from the second inning to the sixth inning. And then, of course, the pitcher spot was coming up in the order, uh, so maybe he thought that you can just steal one morning with Junis and then pinch hit for him and get to use Barlow for the chance at two innings. Because if you lose if you lose Barlow in the uh, seventh and he's due up the next half inning, you're not going to even have the option to use him in the eighth if you wanted to. So maybe that was a thought process there. But again, you could have used double switches, and Matthew's a kind of an NL manager at heart, so he, he knows how to how to maneuver that situation. So it, it's... It's tough. I mean, it, it's tough to break down this game because you can't really get too upset because you did hit the ball hard, you did see the ball well, and you just couldn't you just couldn't get the luck on your side, and baseball is a very cruel game. Uh, but on the other hand, when you have your fifth starter going out here 
in limiting a bad team to two runs and dominating a bad team and, and giving you a chance to beat a bad team that you're much better than, you'd like to see your offense take advantage of it. And so to make up for this game, you've got to win today in Pittsburgh. You've got to get that 15th win and then hope that maybe on Friday you can get one again and get the 16th win. I mean, there's still a chance here that you can be elite at the end of April. Uh, very great April, no matter what happens. If you lose both these next games against Pittsburgh uh, and Minnesota, it's an elite April, but you'd finish at that point four games over 500, and, and you know, it kind of tastes a little different coming off of the, the high of the middle of this month on this five-game winning streak. No longer the best in the American League, but also the best in the Central, which really counts and really matters. This team, is, this team has something about them uh, that'll be interesting to follow all year long, and... and who knows if it leads to the playoffs or not, but it'll lead to competitive baseball for the entire summer. And that's kind of what we've been missing in Kansas City for quite a while now, competitive baseball for the entire summer. Now, the lineup today against Pittsburgh will be Wood Merrifield, Carlos Santana, Salvador Perez, Jorge Soler, Andrew Benatendi's back in there at left, and Dozier's in, at third, uh, Michael A. Taylor in center, and Nicky Lopez in short. And, of course, your starting pitcher is Mike Miner, who will bat ninth. I like the idea of putting Lopez back at nine and putting your pitcher at eight and just having Lopez at the, set the table for Whit Merrifield, um, but it doesn't really matter because if Whit gets on, I mean, I should say if uh, Lopez gets on, hopefully you can bunt him over with Minor and then it'll have Whit with one out against him and Lopez in scoring position. doesn't really quite matter. Um, good to see Benatini back in there, I guess. I mean, he was kind of heating up in Detroit, so hopefully he can continue that against Pittsburgh. But you do sacrifice now the, the bat of Alberto. One good part about this is that you would assume everyone except for maybe Holland is available today. Barlow records two outs, and Holland goes a full inning. Maybe maybe even Hollow could Holland could do it if he needed to do it. But I mean, you have so many other options and have such a lethal bullpen that uh, you don't really have to desperately need it or push him to the limit right now. Especially with the off day on Thursday to kind of get him right and get him fully, absolutely, totally healthy, entering a pivotal divisional series with, with uh, Minnesota. So you should have your full strength bullpen. You have. Your, your regular starters as well in this group, and you're taking on the Pirates. You should win this game. You should salvage a split of this series, um, this, this two-game set, and it could feel a lot like that Cleveland series where you feel like if this series would have extended a few more days, you know, a couple, a, a game or, or two more, that all of a sudden you would have been able to win it. You know, just like that Cleveland series, you think you would have won three out of, you know, two out of three or, or three out of four had that series gone a little bit longer. Hopefully, that's the case for Kansas City because, again, that off day tomorrow is crucial. And the way this this pitching rotation has set up is brilliant for this series against Minnesota. You have your top guys available. You can hit them with Duffy, Singer, Keller. You can hit them with Duffy, Singer, and maybe even Junis because Junis would, would then have pitched on Tuesday. He'd have been off Wednesday, off Thursday, off Friday, off Saturday. And then that Sunday would be his fifth day. So it may be four days rest necessarily, but it's still an option technically for you. But there's a lot of different ways you can go about it. I think it'll end up with you know some variation of Duffy Singer and uh, Keller. You don't really want to pitch anybody on short rest right now in this season. So you're going to have what should have been your top of the line guys you know this year um, entering the weekend, and two of them have played very well recently. Uh, Duffy, of course, all season long having a great ERA and the best of the AL, and then Singer having that electric outing against Detroit. Uh, is kind of finding his stride a bit here in this young season. So you're going to have two guys that should lock down wins for you or at least at least turn the ball over to the bullpen uh, with the chance to win the game, right? Keep you competitive, keep you in the game. And if you can do that two times in a row, if Duffy and, and Singer can do that for each other and do that for this team, then you've given yourself 
two wins right there if your lineup picks it up against a divisional Minnesota team that was expected to be tops of this division, and you've won a series against Minnesota already, who you had a lot of success against last year, a ton of success against the, uh, Minnesota last year. So all, all this is coming into play right now. All this is uh, being rather interesting, and, and you can end you can end the month on a very high note if you can steal the win on Friday against uh, against Minnesota, and if you can win today, take care of business against uh, against their Keller, who their Keller has not been very good either uh, in, in Pittsburgh. Mitch Keller is touting an above seven ERA. You should be able to knock him around PNC today, and hopefully, hopefully that will work out. So coming up, we'll talk about the keys to this game and the way that the Royals can get a big win. But first, I want to tell you about our good friends over at betonline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sport action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action on betonline.ag. This week has a ton of sports action to go to, as such as the NFL Draft is on, the Kentucky Derby is back with the first leg of the Triple Crown beginning this week, and you can get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all of your UFC or MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to betonline.ag on your laptop or your mobile device to check out the great sporting news, sign up for bonuses, and contest information. Do not sell the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their playoff runs. Head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today. you receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. And how do you do that? Well, folks, listen. You go to betonline.ag. Whenever you do, there's going to be a promo code slot. In that promo code, you put locked on. So locked on for the promo code, and then they'll hit you up with that 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportbook experts. Again, betonline.ag, promo code locked on, 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. We are back on Lockdown Royals on Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. This is the only daily podcast about the Kansas City Royals. It's the place you want to be for all the Royals content, and it happens every single day. So you might as well subscribe and follow along throughout this season for the Kansas City Royals. On tomorrow's show, we'll recap this Pirates series, hopefully talking about a series split for Kansas City. And right now, we can go to our good friends over at betonline.ag. This is how fast and simple it is. Hit log in. And then as it logs in, you can go to the MLB tab. And once you're there, oh, looky here. The Royals are one and a half run favorites against the Pittsburgh Pirates, even on the road, even after losing last game. So in this game, I want to see Mike Miner go five strong. Because again, it's the NL game where you might want to pinch hit for him earlier than that, you know, earlier than six, seven runs deep, or I should say six, seven innings deep. So five strong. I want the lineup to explode today. Mitch Keller's not very good. This lineup needs to get a big time win. You'll take any win, right? You'll take any kind of win. But a dominating win where you score six, seven, eight runs will put you on that emotional high heading into the off day. And getting right from Minnesota, a team that you found success against last year, and heading into this weekend at Minnesota, you'll be able to have that ultra-high confidence and hopefully take two of three because these divisional series matter a ton. 
These matter a ton on the road, especially in Minnesota. So take care of business, take care of Minnesota, and we'll see how it goes from there. It'll set up perfectly. We'll talk more about that matchup tomorrow, as well as recapping this game against Pittsburgh. Follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Royals for all of your Royals needs. Also, be sure to check out Locked On today as this podcast is over. Go check out Locked On today for all of the latest news around sports in under 20 minutes. Peter Bukowski does a great job of keeping us up to date on all the major happenings around sports. Locked On today, anywhere you get your podcast from, including the Odyssey app. Until tomorrow, be good and be good to one another. Having a great time, loving the fun. You want to see all of the excitement? This is the place and we're the one. You want to be yelling like crazy for the guys you love to see? Come on out and join us. This is the place you want to be. We're where.